Donatello. Donatello? Michelangelo cake. Wait. Wait, are we talking about Ninja Turtle cakes? Ninja yeah. Turtle cakes. <laughs> Alright, just making Don, sure. Donagello is a Michael, <laughs> Michelangelo <Luke>. cake. <laughs> Michelangelo cake. And oh. lemon custardo. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a strange, but I'll go with it. <laughs> and Raphael says the chef. It's the chef with the chef's Or the shredder would be the Cuisinart? No, I got nothing. Okay. Alright. Here we go. And on that awesome <laughs> note. I'm David Credit, and I'll be your GM for today. Once again, of course, as always. I'm Jeanette. Hi, I'm your best friend. I'm Lowerk. I'm pretty cool. I do Force stuff, and let's have some fun. Lowerk's a Wookiee, and yeah, just think of him as a sad dad. <laughs> of course, we know your, your master is played by Gary Oldman. Yes. Who you've only ever encountered in like a spirit form. But some of the most amazing interaction between Jedi Master and Pupil. Yay, I'm Andrew returning to the podcast. I play Gibby Bindu, the extremely portly and alluring Mon Calamari Politico slash disgraced ambassador. Yep, who will, uh, was, uh, did not make it into last uh, couple sessions. Joke's on you listeners, because I told you he would. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I, th- th- I say, because uh, we're like, oh, Andrew's running a little late, but he'll be here. Uh, and then the episodes continue to go on and never show up. I'm running several episodes late. Yeah. Uh, I'm Daniel. I play uh, the droid Derek, who thinks he's a just a normal human boy, but he's definitely an android. Yeah. Shout out to all my fans listening and all, and to all my haters. <laughs> Are you in character already? No, no. Uh, yeah, to all my haters, watch out, because fans... I need you to crush them with all the power you have. Handsome Gary. <laughs> How do I follow that? Uh, G-Unit, as I go by now. Uh, G'd up from the street up. I am playing Malcolm Jane, a human bounty hunter assassin. The the Star Wars Galaxy's Ron Perlman, basically. Uh, yeah. Not that hippie street thug. We decided it was like the bladish hellboy without makeup Ron Perlman. So we're, it's basically Clayface voice. <laughs> Or or him in Tangled, like his character in Tangled. Not Ron Perlman doing his amazing Jerry Lewis impression. It's not. Do you ever feel tempted when you come to buzz into the apartment complex? Do you ever see the button on there that says Perlman? Perlman's our neighbors. If you listen to this podcast, I apologize. It's Ron and Ron and Ron. We haven't hit your button, so you're welcome. Yeah, and thank you for listening. But fans, <laughs> especially Derek's fans, come and hit that button. <laughs> come, on, come get you some. Yeah. All right. As I said before, I'm David Crennan. Once again, I am your GM. Allow me to simply part the veil of reality once again. This is not a very comfortable, well air conditioned house. Uh, you guys are spread out across the arid, extremely dry and desolate planet of Pendelian Three. Night has fallen. Lorik and Derek, as you guys stand together out in the open, overhead in the sky, you can see that it looks like there's a, a massive aurora borealis effect over the planet, which you may or may not know is caused by these asteroid fields, these countless asteroid fields, and the glowing phosphates that are mined from them just make the sky kind of a psychedelic light show. You, you soak that in for a moment um, as you stand out there feeling like a very like a sear wind blow across your skin or ruffle your wookie hair. <laughs> Inside, inside the hotel, Malcolm, you lay, uh, just have rolled to your feet. You felt a pinprick in your neck, and you've seen that it was gun 
your sworn enemy, injecting you with a stim pack, bringing you back to consciousness. You kind of get your senses. There's a horrible ringing in your ear. And this whole hotel room, there's just bits of, like, you know, ceiling plaster still falling down around you. The air smells like smoke. You vaguely remember a flash of white light from this grenade that went off. And, and Gunn gives you this look, like, of a warrior to a warrior. And then, like, glances up towards the door as the dust in front of it is just separated to either side as if by, you know, invisible hands. And sweeping into the room, his gray and brown Jedi robes trailing behind him comes Sam Rockwell's character, Typhon Suit. <gasps> sweeping in, that's right. Hey. Self-identified Hand of the Emperor. Self-identified. Those are always the best kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hand. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coming okay. on in. That's what he's doing. It is exactly what he's doing. You happen to be holding in your hand, Malcolm, as you roll over, his lightsaber, which is still screwed on to about nine inches of wood that he would Ooh, just... nine inches. <laughs> he would just smash through with your truncheon. That's average. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the first order of business, uh, <laughs> coming back from consciousness, you've suffered another critical wound because you dropped below your threshold again. I think you're at two wounds right now? Yeah, this is my second. But it's also my second lightsaber, bitches! <laughs> okay, and how many critical wounds is this you've suffered so far in our... Uh, this is my... Uh, oh, total? Total. Since we've started playing this game. This might be my third or fourth. That's Malcolm right. Jane, the unassuming tank. <laughs> so, yeah, I think three critical wounds is what we're at with you, which means I'm going to add 30 to whatever your role is to determine how bad your injury is. All right, roll it up. 44. So 74, which means, ooh, you're hamstrung. A.K.A. pork chop, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it works on so many levels. <laughs> Okay. Guys, a week from now, you're going to be sitting in your car and be like, damn that. You're going to be writing down the words hamstrung and then pork chopped. <laughs> oh, snaps. New fans for Derek. New fans Take for the haters down. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out for those enemies, waiting to crush them. All right, uh, so hamstrung means your maneuver. You can usually do that without having to exert any strain. Now you do. You're basically limping. Anytime you want to move, you have to extend two of your strain to do it. To move, so for me to walk out of this room once I beat this Jedi's ass, two I gotta strain. take two strain just to get out the door. Yeah. What if I slide across the floor on his blood? <laughs> That'd probably be fine. Okay. No yeah. strain. Yeah, no strain on that. Great. Uh, yeah, hey, it could have been worse, man. Could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. When I fake rolled and I just put the dice on the table, it was yeah. ninety-six. Which is the exact same one you actually just did to so Sam Rockwell's character. So he's still recovering from that. So as you come in, you see the, the bridge of his nose has been broken. It's pushed to the side. He's got kind of an Owen Wilson look going on there. Shaggy-haired Sam Rockwell. They're almost the same person if you think about it. Sam Rockwell and Owen Wilson. Yeah. The, the delivery. It's a fine line between talent and Owen Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, he's written some good things. Owen Wilson's listening. Like, hey, man. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> you didn't like the Royal Ten Box? Shanghai Nights 2? The funny thing is, you say it's Shanghai Nights 2 when it's actually Shanghai Noon 2, Shanghai Nights. <laughs> You're yes. right. Uh, so, Sam Rockwell, nose broken, like I said, looking like Owen Wilson there. One eye just pooled with blood. You know, you can still see the pupil, but it's just red. And uh, he lifts his, uh, his right hand. And two fingers have just been broken back. And he uh, he kind of, you know, flexes his hand a little bit, but broken. You'd be like, oh, man, I 
I guess I'm going to have to get a robot one of these or something, right? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Does a split. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a little fucked up to do the splits right now. So, Gun is right next to you. You got your both of your heads look up, and Typhon's playing it pretty cool, but murder hangs in the air. He sees the lightsaber you have in your grip and goes, hey, but, <laughs> That's, uh, you know, that's like uh, my, my lightsaber, man. I need that back. That's pretty good, David. <laughs> Thank you. And so, Gun looks up as well. You see in his hand, he's got that stim thing still. You can see there's like four more cartridges in that. So, the way healing works, if you need like immediate battlefield healing. The first time you get injected with this little stim pack, a stim gun, you heal five wounds. Second time you heal four wounds. After that, it keeps going down by one. So eventually it just stops working on you until you can get a long rest, get it out of your system and get healthy again. Gun looks up, he still has it, sees the Jedi, sees you, makes an immediate decision, and jabs you in the neck again. Wow. You're going to be four more. How am I... Man. Which gives you up to five or six? Six. So... That expends all the obligation rolls, which I rolled for you. The last few sessions we played, Malcolm kept coming up. This game, we get to roll our obligation check again <gasps> to see if anyone's obligation triggers. What do we roll for that? Uh, we're going to roll a D100. Do you still have your D100 out? Yep. Right Great. And everybody gained an additional two obligation when you guys stole the uh, ship that doesn't Red have a name. Red Falcon. Mm-hmm. Red Falcon. Okay. Or the what's you the Doopy three? The no, Doopy three. We're probably. on Doopy two, but whatever we steal from this planet will be the Doopy. Well, no, I disagree because Doopy was Doopy one, and then your set your first ship was Doopy two, which you called so, the Doopy two. This so that be. was the Doopy three. Mm-hmm. Can we call it or the Doopy the, the third and or Doopy the fourth? It's, yeah. Guys, it's your game. Doopy the fourth be with you. I'm right. just trying to honor George Lucas. What about Doob fast, Doob for furious? <laughs> <laughs> Doop fast, doop for furious. Yeah. Doopio drift. That's yeah. Doopio drift. That's awesome. That's it. That's it. The Doopio drift. Done. The Star Wars. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about the bridges of Doopy County? <laughs> you can delete that, right, David? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Doopio drift parked in the hangar. What are you guys looking at? Romancing the dupe. Romancing <laughs> or Doopy Magnolia. How did yeah. you say steel dupe? Steel dupe Nolius? Yeah, but this is better. So you guys each uh, have 12 obligations. 50 shades of dupe. Sorry. I'm 50, still on. <laughs> 50 shades of dupey. So I'm going to roll up obligation. Wait, you don't show us though, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Interesting. So the other thing we need to roll up really quick is our force pool. Pass over to you. I rolled two light sides. Yes. I won. I rolled one dark side simply because Gippy prefers a challenge. I rolled one dark side. One dark side. Try that again. The table grooves. Yeah. All right. Another dark side point. You know, I bought this table specifically to play RPGs, and mm-hmm. then like bought the grooviest fucking table. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's ruined hundreds of rolls yeah. over its lifetime. It's mostly grooves. That's right. It makes table. you work for it. you. Just don't want to set it down. I think the table resents being bought for that purpose. I think that's what the problem is. People could have been doing coke on me. <laughs> I just wanted using. a family to eat together <laughs> on me. Yeah. You guys make some jock trees. Uh, <laughs> Many frisbees were stuck in the tree. Yeah, the trees just had like sweat skew baseball caps. Constantly yeah. like, <laughs> spinning out tobacco. <laughs> The jock trees are like, get out of here, gay corns. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, no, we've mostly dark side points. That's four dark side to two light side. Someone's obligation triggered. Gary, Malcolm, lays in this room, 
You look up. Sam Rockwell gives the like. <laughs> That's uh, my lightsaber, and uh, I'm going to want it back. Uh, first things first. And then he, with a sweep of one hand, is going to use the force to batter Gun to the side. So you just suddenly see Gun's neck, like his whole body just kind of pivots around his neck with just kind of a... You hear like a crunch of his that whole mask with the tubes coming out of it that seems to keep him breathing or whatever. There's like a crunch, a shatter, and then his body is hurled to the side and slammed into a wall. Or so I hope, but I need to roll his force pool. All right. So, so he uses dark side points. Dark side, so if light comes up. Uh, he just can't use those. Okay. How many does he need? Ah! Well, he needs at least one. He has it. So you just see Gun's body is just kicked to the side like a rag doll. Just, uh, he does the wave of the hand. Just the bed in the room just slams up into Gun's face. Just drives him into a wall. You hear the mask crack and break. Yeah, all right. Now for you. And then he just extends his other hand towards you, Malcolm, and flings you backwards. Wait a minute. Like a, so he so he did all that with his broken hand? Yeah, that's right. Force power is not going to be affected by broken hands or whatever. You, like a ragdoll, are picked up off the floor, flung backwards into the corner of the room where you're just slammed into it and just kind of pinned back there as if a massive hand is just pushing on your chest. Okay, and being new to this mechanic, you don't have to roll again. He just gets to use this point now on the second attack. He's, so he's a much more advanced force power user than Lorik. Okay. So Hi. he gets to roll. He can move up to two silhouette one creatures, so that's human size or smaller, basically. So one he directed at... That gun who just nailed in the mask. The other one at you, and he's holding you there. Now, if he had rolled one more, he would have been able to just pin you there indefinitely and go and do some other things. Unfortunately, he only rolled two, so he's going to have to re-roll on his next time to keep you there. I have a question, David. Are yeah. you using the rules contained in the Edge of Empire book, or I, uh, are you using the rules in the new Force and Destiny game coming I, from Fantasy Flight Games this year? I... <laughs> That's right. Well, Fantasy Flight Games, as we all know, is a wonderful game publishing company. I love them. I didn't purchase the beta rule book yet. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, there's going to be extended rules for how to play Jedi and force sensitive people in that book. Look for it this July. By the time new movies are coming out, then well, hopefully we'll be able to jump into Force and Destiny stuff and any force sensitive people. Like Lorik. May be able to use the more advanced. What? <laughs> what movie? There's a new Star what? Wars movie? What a great time to be playing. Yeah, it, it is great great. to be alive. Okay, so to bring it back, you are pinned into the upper corner. You feel like a hand is in your chest, and uh, Typhon is just walking kind of closer towards you. Yeah, as he does so, he casually checks some sort of remote button display thing on one of his arms, uh, his broken hand. And he, uh, you weren't on a, a Fuchi, were you, with the, the rest of those guys? Oh, I'm, I'm real glad to hear that. Because it means we don't need you. Start looking around for, and he sees these. You see him look at these, like, just broken bits of like metal rebar or something like that, kind of sticking out of part of the damaged room. Outside, Derek and Lorik approach the starship hangar. Uh, as you guys come around and look into this hangar, so it's a massive hangar building, easily large enough to fit your guys' kind of medium-sized spaceship. And you come in, you're awesome, no problem. Shit, stormtroopers. Um, so you see three stormtroopers who are currently on, it's like a, uh, you know, I don't know, like a little service lift that would come up, up to your engine height of your ship. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be putting some sort of mechanical device into one of your guys' engine exhaust ports. So you've got like kind of two main engine banks, and then you've got a set of like afterburners on the outside of that. 
and you can see they've already put like a big metal shunt that seems to go all the way deep into your exhaust port and like that's already been like bolted in and they're working on putting another one in anyone who has piloting experience Malcolm would maybe recognize it you guys but he's dead to us now right. yeah you guys pretty yeah, much abandoned my him. character list <laughs> uh, so any, if you guys did recognize this these are um, just uh, a way to ground a ship that just it's called scudding it this is you heard it on the radio earlier <laughs> from Casey uh, Casey Casey yes <laughs> Um, top 40 ways to ground a ship they just prevent the engine from turning on or it can turn on but it starts doing damage to the ship if it's run you guys are like basically putting the boot on your ship yeah okay there's one like stormtroopers like working on putting it in and another two standing on the ground by the lift like looking around there are no other ships in this port not in this hangar but I think we established last time there's another hangar partway across town from here which is where Adara's ship would be Mm. They won't be using it. Mm-mm. Is it just the lock? Does it look like something two people could get rid of, or is it something we looks like we would need tools and the I right? Don't key? think you guys know enough about. Pi- if you guys had a, a knowledge underworld check, if either of you guys had that, I've got that too. If you want to come back and get me, <clears throat> I'll uh, just do a knowledge roll. Lurk's gonna size up the situation, and the situation is to success. If you had the tools, maybe take ten minutes. If without the tools, it maybe take an hour in a machine shop to get the thing off. Right. Other, other hangar, other hangar. So we have the obelisk. Okay. We don't need anything off of our ship. Derek, your hands are both manacled, by the way. Bill, and you have both the manacle key, Lorik. So oh. I'm just like any time. Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great. So you guys just look at each other and immediately go and just comically, cartoonishly tiptoe backwards out. <laughs> okay, and then that brings us around to Gippy. Gippy, where's Gippy? So we established that you guys could. Gippy was perhaps still in the spa, rubber dub dubbing his way away. However. I have instead disguised myself as two stormtroopers in the eventuality. That perhaps uh, the Empire would show up at a moment's notice. All right. So, which two storm were the two stormtroopers in the hangar? Yes. Not only because I enjoy large spaces in which to uh, exhibit my deviancy, mm-hmm. but also because it would make for a most excellent trap for those who would try to thwart our mission. Okay. So you've been keeping your cool. As this guy's like, all right, I'll go up and put in like the shunts into the engine, and you're like, hmm, yes. Uh, and you, so you're, you'll be the two guys standing guard at the base. So I guess the question is, do you see them? Well, do I have to roll a perception check? I might have to roll Just a perception a, check. How are you two stormtroopers? Do they both have their arms around each other and then like the inner seam is like cut? They're just basically like two standalones. Just their, their arms that are facing each other just don't move very much. Okay. <laughs> it's like basically painted on and then I have a helmet on each eye stock. Gotcha. Um, they yeah, so they're always like it's really? flawless. It's yeah. so they're, it's they're like, standing back to back. Like every almost. time that I want them to talk, I just move the eye stocks. Yeah, seems to have fooled them entirely. Yes. Uh, so a perception check from you would be fine, or or if you guys are outside, I would also take a perception check from you guys to see through his his amazing. Well, I, I assume we're also looking uh, for stormtroopers. We have an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. So One of the two of you. If you what would be the difficulty of this role? Uh, so posed by the stealth of either of you guys, whoever wants to be have taken. I got move. three greens. I'm pretty stealthy. Mm-hmm. So it'd be three purple. Three means. purple versus two green. Gippy, you do not dark terribly perceptive. 
And that is a wash. No advantage, no nothing. So a straight failure. Okay. So I don't see anything. I'm too busy. Uh, if, you were, if you were peering in there, it would be too purple. Standard difficulty to see through his disguise, I guess. Really only standard difficulty. Uh, All right. That is a failure with one threat. Ooh. Okay. So that's a wash on your part, Gippy. You don't. Right. You're really deep into disguise at this point. So um, does the one threat mean that the uh, Stormstrooper sees them? Intruders, yes. Murder them immediately. <laughs> uh, Make them a smoking ruin. I will find that quite enticing. I mean exceptional to our mission. Right, so it was a failure and a threat. So you peek your head around the corner. Uh, here's something out there. Uh, Stormtrooper Lewis and Davis, would you mind investigating? Well, there's the guy in the, putting the shunt in. Yeah. And then you're both the guys at the base of the ladder waiting <laughs> yeah. for yes. him to do all the work. Yes. And I say, absolutely, uh, I'll take great pleasure in their uh, horrible moaning death. Actually, uh, we better leave one of you behind here to keep me covered. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Negative on that. Um, If you recall uh, the Empire's Protocol 134666, uh, it implies a buddy system. um, Meaning that you should not leave behind your buddy when attempting to eliminate enemy combatants. Wait, but I thought I was your buddy. Uh, okay, well, you better get a deception check on that. <laughs> this this stormtrooper just realizes, wait, do I have any buddies? <laughs> deception? Uh, just two purple again. Okay, let's see how I do. What is your deception? How many? Three threats? successes and one threat. So, uh, right, so success. Uh, right, right. Uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I know that regulation well. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> the threat is that he doesn't know it's us. That, that works. That works fine. You uh, you realize, but the guy sounds a little bit suspicious. So you're like, I really have to sell this, and that's definitely nobody I would know. Don't worry, my buddy and I will send them screaming into oblivion. Uh, so you guys, two guys, as you start tiptoeing away, see suddenly two of the stormtroopers <laughs> peel off and start guns out, start uh, coming towards your guys's direction. Yipes. Yipes. So that brings us back to Gary, pinned up against the. Back corner of this hotel room. Yeah. Gun smashed between a wall and the bed. Yeah. Is Pulov still lighting off grenades? What? Yeah, you, you hear. hear yeah, you, you hear him. He's still in full Scarface mode. What is he? Okay, I'm reloading. <laughs> but Gilbert Godfrey style. All right, already. I'm reloading. But more awful. Uh, you hear a dunk, 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 dunk. So he's clearly reloading. Uh, sounds like he's up on a balcony somewhere. So with this. Force. He's walking towards me. Yeah, he seems he's coming towards you. Uh, he's got the one hand out. It looks like he's going to just keep this up. So is it his right hand his that's eyes messed both, up? His, or his yeah, left? right hand's messed up, but that's the one he's using to with the force with. You can also see his, his eyes are fixated on the lightsaber, which is um, probably still stuck in your hand and on. Now, if you want to try and resist this, it would you could try and fight it. Okay. Or if you want to, but or you could speak without too much effort. He just got done playing with his calculator watch, so he's doing something. Um, so how are, are my arms pinned at my side? Yeah, it's just up in a corner, so probably like that, and like slightly askew. So um, I wouldn't be able to right when he got close, drop the lightsaber, and when he went to reach for it, reach my hand over the blaster and put it in. His, Blast yeah, you might, in the face. Right, so you do have it in your hand, so you could release the lightsaber, and then you're going to try, and then then I'd make some sort of skill check for you to, like, go for your blaster. And hit him right in the face, shoot him in the eye. Yeah. It's like 
he's hitting with the force lightning or something like that, like the emperor. I think we've established that you can kind of be like, no, fight against it. And what could, I could take damage trying to resist the force. Well, this is not quite force lightning, so you could take additional strain. What is your strain at, by the way? Eight. Right, and you're going to start eating that up when you limp around here, too, until right. you get some... By me resisting him, I'm not doing damage to him. I'm just trying to break free of his hold. Yeah, this would let you get to your gun and make an attack. And how far away is he? Walking towards you. So he's maybe between six and ten feet away. So could I, uh, ready in action, if he gets close enough, resist and swipe at him with the lightsaber? Yes, you could. Now, this is a really interesting question because this brings up lightsaber rules. So you're not trained in lightsaber. Lightsabers are really tricky. As Andrew pointed out, Force and Destiny has a lot of great rules on how to use lightsaber. None of them exist in the current rule book we're using. It's oh, so I would know that. You would know that. You know it's dangerous. It's basically it's based on agility. So you use whatever. What's your agility score? Agility is three. So you'd have three green would be your maximum pool. Whatever the difficulty is, since you're not familiar with it, would automatically get upgraded to one red. Okay. Just automatically. And then if you ever rolled a despair or anything like that, I would just have you cut off one of your own arms or something. Okay. Uh, but if you hit somebody, you can just fuck them up. I, okay. I gotta go with what I know. I don't know how to use a lightsaber. I don't want him to have it, though. I'm gonna shoot him. That's interesting. Okay, so uh, he comes towards you. He's, you feel this weight. It's, you know, just getting stronger and stronger the closer he gets to you. Hey, buddy, I, uh, I'm gonna need that back. And this is my left hand. Okay, the lightsaber's in your left hand? Yep. And then I'm gonna just try to hold it up like this, like a fan. Okay, are you flipping him off? No. Nope. Oh, okay. I'm just lifting it up. And then I'm gonna try to, while he's looking at that, shoot him. Okay, so you're going to have to resist this force. I said you can make an athletics check to do that. Three purple to resist it. I'm okay. going to upgrade one. So it's going to be a red and two purple against your athletics. What is your athletics? Uh, two green and two yellow. Uh-huh. And this is just to reach your gun. While trying to distract him with this fan. Okay. Oh. Oh. <gasps> Dark side is strong. You accidentally turn the lightsaber on and it goes right through your hand. <laughs> hey, don't talk about stuff for David. <laughs> uh, oh, one of my yellows came up blank. So I, I rolled two yellows, two green, two purples, and a red. And I got. Jesus. Uh, I have one to spare and then two success. So you succeed at fighting your way through the force. The despair, I get to decide in a second, but you do manage to get your gun. And what are you shooting him with? Uh, the blaster. The, the blaster carbine? Yeah. So the despair. I'm, looking, I'm open for suggestions. Lightsaber turns on. Lightsaber's already on. Turns off. <laughs> and no one knows why. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here! <laughs> Ghost! Oh, great. So that's four success, four advantage. Four, so it'd be 13 damage. Huge. Okay, so... You get your shot off, you bring your blaster carbine up, you like raise the fan, hey man, and then just, do you have a cool quip as you hit your trigger? Do the math on this, bitch. (laughs) I'm referencing his calculator watch. What? And then, (laughs) you shoot him. Uh, Classic Star Wars. (laughs) We'll we'll edit another quip on that. That's, uh, that's my favorite line of Chewies. Do the math, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by... No, 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 no. No, no. Edit that out. Put this in. For for Logan and Gun. And then... That's it. Yep. Well, give me a little passion on it. 
I have my, my mouth closed from the force. Okay, so it's just a. You left out also, Doofy. Doofy had like, like eight that. ships named after him. I think he's good. He's a little shit turd in some pawn shop. <laughs> Doofy! <laughs> you say something pretty pithy. But Carbine comes up, nails him in the chest. Um, just like, you get off a couple bolts, you smell like burning human flesh. Yeah! He's sent flying backwards. Uh, and as that happens, he kind of. The force power just, just directs it upwards, and that fan lightsaber, which you just already managed to point up slightly closer to you, jerks backwards with the force of it. Like, you just feel your own arm kind of go and jerk back, and that's the last thing you feel from that arm, ever, as you see it topple off to the ground with a and the still-on lightsaber rolls out of it. Um, that's going to break his force hold on you anyway. You drop to the ground. You've severed your arm, I would say, about midway up your upper arm. Lost the elbow. Sucks, but that's how it's going to go. I guess you, that's one way of saying it. Yeah, I guess it sucks, David. It sucks that I missed that turn. It sucks that I have to wait in the carpool lane uh-huh. without anybody in my car so I could get, get a ticket. Or I lost my arm. <coughs> There's there something there. <laughs> I didn't get any support from the group, so we're moving on. Listeners, what he's trying to say is he's equating the term sucks to things that actually suck, but losing an arm would be a lot worse. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I got you. It's Star Wars universe, losing limbs is part of its tradition. Yeah, that's true. Like, and it doesn't stop anybody. In fact, it makes them only more powerful. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So cut your arms off, kids, <laughs> and see what you're capable or of. Or cut off the arms of Derek's enemies. Yes, fans. <laughs> you know what to do. Disarm them. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Until then, may the force be with you.